I don't care if they remember me. Only Jesus. This is Dreamwalker 1960. As a reminder, you can read the transcripts of all my podcasts at dreamwalker1960.com. You can use most podcast platforms if you wish to listen. All you need to do is do a search for Dreamwalker 1960. When people become aware that they may have learned something incorrectly from what they heard about the Bible, they sometimes become fearful and at times angry or aggressive. They especially do this if it goes to the root of what they believe to be the truth. But the Bible itself says otherwise. When I was studying the 23rd chapter of Matthew, the Holy Spirit caused me to focus in on the following verses. Matthew 23, 13-15 But woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! For you shut up the kingdom of heaven against men, for you neither go in yourself, nor do you allow those who are entering to go in. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! For you devour widows' houses, and for a pretense make long prayers. Therefore you will receive greater condemnation. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! For you travel land and sea to win one proselyte, and when he is one, you make him twice as much a son of hell as yourself. Let us look more closely at these verses. Matthew twenty-three thirteen, But woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! For ye shut up the kingdom of heaven against men. For you neither go in yourself, neither suffer ye them that are entering to go in. It is made clear that those that are within a group that teaches a false doctrine will, to the point of force, stop someone who has seen the truth. They will attack and fight to keep what they feel is quote-unquote truth, not allowing anyone to find the real truth and find their way into the presence of God through Jesus Christ. They will be argumentative, coarse, and even arrogant. We are instructed this on those that behave in such a manner. 1 Timothy 6, 3-5 If anyone teaches otherwise, and does not consent to the wholesome words, even the words of the Lord Jesus Christ, and to the doctrine which accords with godliness, he is proud, knowing nothing, but is obsessed with disputes and arguments over words, from which come envy, strife, reviling, evil suppressions, useless wrangling of men of corrupt minds and destitute to the truth, who suppose that godliness is a means of gain. From such withdraw yourself. One of the major keys in these verses that were just read is these words. Even the words of our Lord Jesus Christ. Those that cling to false doctrine deny the words spoken by Jesus Christ himself. Do you understand the importance of that statement? Matthew 10, 33. 
But whosoever denies me before men, him I will also deny before my Father who is in heaven. Does this not go with what the Pharisees were doing? I will allow you, the reader or listener, to come to your own conclusion. Matthew 23:14. Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! For you devour widows' houses, and for a pretense make long prayer. Therefore ye shall receive the greater damnation. This is reference to those that seek after and take money, especially from those that are suffering from a loss of a loved one. I have seen many televangelists that partake of these practices and even film the person in sorrow, feeling joy and surrendering over the earthly money they need to get a new start in this temporal existence. This in many cases causes them to turn away from God instead of turning towards Him which may lead them not into heaven, but have to stand before the great white throne judgment, simply away from the salvation they should have received by seeking after the truth, and mayhaps finding it through the trials that God placed them in. Matthew 23:15, Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! For you travel land and sea to win one proselyte, and when he is one, you make him twice as much a son of hell as yourself. This is reference to missionaries that teach false doctrine and believe with all their hearts that they are doing good. They bring many to these verses of salvation, then leave the people to their own devices, not truly teaching them the word of God, so they falter and fall, returning once again to sin. Many, believing they are still one with the Lord, thus making it worse for them than if the missionary had never come to their area and led them down a rosy path to damnation. Second Peter 20-22 For if after they have escaped the pollution of the world through the knowledge of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, they are again entangled in them and overcome. The latter end is worse for them than the beginning, for it would have been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness than having known it to turn from the holy commandment delivered to them. But it has happened to them according to the true Proverbs. A dog returns to his own vomit, and a sow, having washed to her wallowing in the mire. Now that I have read these three woes, I have been led to take a different approach to those out there that wish to hear those teachings that make the listener feel better about themselves. However, the message does not in no way lead them into rejecting the way they live. Again, like the Pharisees. These woes, those spoken to the Pharisees nearly 2,000 years ago, have a new focal point in today's world. Millions believe with all their hearts that they are one with God, that He is going to call them into heaven just before the tribulation begins. What is one of the key elements that identifies those within the Pharisees and Sadducees? They make up false teachings to echo the laws of Moses, but in reality had nothing to do with the truth of these laws. 
They were false laws forced upon the people to follow. Yet they themselves, for the most part, didn't bother to do so themselves. Millions walk into the buildings called quote-unquote churches and sit in the pews. Millions stand before these people on the dais and tell them that they are loved by God. They are told they are special. They are told they are His select, that they are greater and better because He is their protector. They have their egos stroked, but they have no remorse for their actions. They curse. They speed. They commit adultery. Some even do worse. They live in sin that we are told will not allow them entrance into heaven. Yet they were just told they are welcomed into heaven. Matthew 7, 21. 1 Corinthians 6, 9-10. Galatians 5, 19-21. Ephesians 5, 5. Understand this. The Bible says you cannot get into heaven. Then you cannot get in. If you cannot get in, then you are living in a lie if you believe you can. If this makes you angry, if this makes you upset, you need to stop and think, for the Bible says this. Galatians 5, 19-21 When you follow the desires of your sinful nature, the results are very clear. Sexual immorality, impurity, lustful pleasures, idolatry, sorcery, hostility, quarreling, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambition, dissension, division, envy, drunkenness, wild parties, and other sins like these. Let me tell you again, as I have before, that anyone living that sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of God. Those that do this have just declared to the world that they follow the world and not God. There is a way around this. Listen to the truth. Know that living in sins that are clearly shown lead not to heaven but to hell. Know that you must repent. You must end these sins, these lifestyles. Let me give you a description of the lake of fire before you continue that thought that you would rather go to hell than end living in your current lifestyle. Isaiah 66:24. And as they go out, they will see the dead bodies of those who have rebelled against me. For the worm that devours them will never die, and the fire that burns them will never go out. All who pass by will view them with utter horror. This is the reality of what it means to live in sin. All those sins that the Bible says will not allow a person entrance into heaven go to this place. This place where fire burns and worms eat upon the flesh will be something they feel every single day of every month, of every year, for billions upon billions of years. 
I don't say these things out of hate. I say these things out of love for my fellow humans. I wish none to suffer this fate. Yet millions go into the buildings called quote-unquote churches, believe with all their hearts that they will never experience this. Yet this is the furthest thing from the truth. It is these people that believe they are exempt from God's wrath just because they go into these buildings and give their tithe and stand upon the dais. Yet they live in sin. They make people that hate God continue to do so because they see people like this living in sin, in wealth, in luxury and comfort. Yet there are starving children literally just down the road. Not just starving because they lack food, but because they lack love and the true teachings of the Bible. Mark 10:21. Looking at the man, Jesus felt genuine love for him. There is still one thing you haven't done, he told him. Go and sell all your possessions and give the money to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come, follow me. How many believe that their true value is measured upon how wealthy and comfortable they are? And every one of them is living in and for sin. 1 John chapter 2, 15-16 Do not love the world, nor the thing it offers you. For when you love the world, you do not have the love of the Father in you. For the world offers only a craving for physical pleasure, a craving for everything we see, and pride in our achievements and possessions. These are not from the Father, but are from this world. If someone does not have God in them, they are not of God. If they are not of God, then for whom do they truly serve and worship? 2 Corinthians 4.4 4. Satan, who is the God of this world, has blinded the minds of those who don't believe. They are unable to see the glorious light of the good news. They don't understand this message about the glory of Christ, who is the exact likeness of God. Too many believe that those being blinded are those that do not call themselves quote-unquote Christian. However, the majority of those that do live in this manner go by the aforementioned title and believe they are perfect and glorious. Only God is perfect and glorious. Only He deserves the glory forever and ever. Amen. God bless. Make it count, leave a mark, build a name for yourself. Dream your dreams, chase your heart above all else. Make a name the world remembers. But all an empty world can sell is empty dreams. I got lost in the light, but it was up to me to make a name the world remembers. Jesus is the only name to remember. And I, I don't want to leave a legacy.